Hey, what's up, everybody? It's episode number 170 of the Audible Farm podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Couchtown Coffee. Couchtown Coffee is roasted right here in Iowa. It's my favorite coffee. Here's a fun story. My coffee grinder broke recently, so I was using... Oh, you ready for this? I was using a, a smoothie blender to grind my coffee. Not recommended. Didn't work out the best. I mean, it worked, but yeah, not what it's designed for. So what I get for Christmas? Boom, coffee grinder. Isn't it fun being like a quote-unquote adult and getting Christmas gifts? Well, get yourself a gift. Get some Couchtown Coffee. Go to CouchtownCoffee.com. Find a coffee you like. Let them know how you want it roasted. And when you make your order, let them know Audible Farm sent you. And they'll give you 20% off. Why? Because Couchtown Coffee is that awesome. Thanks, Couchtown. This is the year-end roundup. I thought I did one last year. I guess I didn't. I did one a couple years ago, though. These are pretty fun. I'm just going to talk about things that happened in my life this last year. Uh, maybe not necessarily just music-related. I kind of, like, open my purse up and just dump it out all over the table. So uh, it is kind of a fun one. I usually don't get this open in podcasts, but I talk about some fun stuff. Uh, it was a great, great year, and I talked to a lot of fun people on the podcast. I played a lot of shows. Uh, it was very eventful for me this year. I did a lot of things, so... Uh, stick with it for the ride. This is a little bit shorter than normal because it's a solo episode, but I do a little bit of a year-end roundup. So hope you guys enjoy it. Episode 170, 2021 roundup. It's the Audible Farm Podcast with your host, Peter Stockdale. Hey, hey, all right, it is the roundup for 2021. I did one of these in 2019, and uh, I thought I did one in 2020, but I looked back and I apparently did not. So uh, this was something I did, like I said, in 2019. I thought it was kind of a fun thing to sit down and go back through and kind of talk about what happened this year, and uh, maybe only on my end, maybe kind of some other stuff that's happened, but... Uh, This is just kind of what I feel like has happened throughout the course of 2021. And I know a lot of people were uh, really kind of thinking that like 2020 was horrible and and it was kind of weird. Uh, You know, 2021, people didn't think a lot of things got better. And there's all these, you know, memes and jokes online about, you know, this is me skating into 2022 or, or whatever. So... Um, I definitely don't feel the same way. So like, I feel like 2021 was actually like a great year. Um, and it was quite a bit better than 2020. At least that's just like my take on it. So, uh, for example, in 2020, uh, I lost my job during COVID, but I did finish school. And then in 2021, I picked up a new job. Um, and then there was a little point in time there where I didn't have a job this year and it was kind of weird because I didn't know like you know I was kind of just it's like when you're sitting there and you're like what do I do with my hands I don't know uh that's kind of just how I felt just like in general because well I mean obviously I just didn't have anything to fill my time up so um and in 2020 into 2021 for that little period of time I kind of buckled down and just did a bunch of weird things I, I made you know repainted guitars and those videos of a lot of those guitar refinishes are on the audible farm youtube channel 
And uh, I did a few of those. I picked up some more projects to work on for other people. Unfortunately, um, you know, getting a job kind of put a damper on some of those things. Sorry for the Patreon people. I'm going to adjust this camera. It's going to be a little weird, but it'll work. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, I feel like 2021 was, was pretty good to me, and 2020 was maybe the rougher year of the two, but I still found things to keep myself busy. Like I said, refinishing guitars. Um, last year I made a couple of music videos for Clint Riedel, and, um, you know, it, it just kind of turned out like pretty much the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, I started playing a lot of shows with Jesse Wilson, and I know there's other people that feel the same way I do about kind of teaming up with another musician and going out there and doing something. Um, I've seen a couple posts about it at the end of the year. One of them actually from a recent uh, guest on the podcast uh, kind of sparked my interest in this thought process. But I mean, I recently had Jesse on and I talked about it a little bit. Like, I probably wouldn't be out there playing as many shows if it wasn't for him. And on top of that... Um, you know, it's not like he wouldn't be able to play as many shows without me. He's shown that he's really adaptable to other musicians. And I mean, I've kind of shown that to an extent this year as well, where I've been able to do side gigs with other musicians. And I, you know, I had a couple of people hit me up to do one-off gigs with them and things like that. So it was kind of fun to be able to go and stretch your wings out with other people. But I do feel like being able to play with Jesse and go to play a new style of music and at new venues and play those longer sets where if if you've been listening to this podcast for the last few years, um, you will notice that in the beginning I was pretty much just a like a punk rock style musician. Those were my main gigs. And I you know, I'd play anywhere from a half an hour to an hour. Sometimes we'd play the rare two hour long punk rock set. But uh, you know, we'd do things like that. But I, you know, I was always interviewing these people that were in you know cover bands or singer songwriters and things like that and it's like how in the world do you go about covering four hours you know it's just it's mind-blowing so um needless to say i've ventured into that area this year and it was tough at first i'm sure jesse will say the same thing you know those four-hour gigs are killer they're killer they're long you know and i mean we even did one where we played four and they paid paid us to play another hour and then they paid us to play another half an hour and it's it's like holy cow i mean how much how much time can you actually fill but you know once again that's goes back to playing with jesse he's adaptable to a lot of those things where he's not scared to try and cover a song even if he doesn't know how it goes he'll see if he can do it on the fly and a lot of times it's really good i mean there's some songs where based on a request he's added it to his set list so that's one of, you know, like I said, one of my favorite things about playing along with Jesse is uh, I have to adapt to what he's doing and things aren't as like cut and dry as they would have been, you know, in the punk rock days or, or like the metal days when I was in a metal band there for a, a while. About a year I was in, in Unity, a uh, band from Iowa. And, you know, we played shows uh, across Iowa and, you know, even into the Chicago area and stuff like that. So that was tons of fun to be able to play shows with them. But you know, like I said, a lot of those shows were like, it's not as chiseled out as this, but it's pretty much like, here's the notes, you got to play them, and we're going to play it really fast, and and this is the time frame that you're slotted for, and you have to set up and be done and and in a certain amount of time, you know, and that was something else I was kind of like conveying at a recent jam night when some people were setting up, and I was like, 
You know, it is kind of weird because I, I went through two different, like two completely different setup processes. When you play those four hour long shows, you can kind of just show up, you know, an hour early or whatever and set your stuff up and do a little sound check or maybe show up even earlier so you have more time to do all this stuff. Or um, maybe you go play at like a club venue and you're only slotted for like a half an hour and they give you 10 minutes to set up like before the show and they do a sound check right there on the fly and away you go. So there's two different things, you know, like some of them it's just like you have to hurry up, get all your stuff up there, plug it in, get it ready, do your sound check because you don't want to make, you know, the next band late. You don't want to make the next band late. So uh, you got to try your best to, to be as quick and, and adaptable to those types of, you know, restraints. And that's, you know, kind of a crazy thing to think about uh, when you think about, like when I play with Jesse, I have a, I bring pretty much the same amount of equipment to either show. About the only thing I don't really have to worry about is like running a mixer or a microphone at a club. Um, a lot of times I'll either bring my own mic or or something like that. But um, yeah, it's it's just kind of crazy to think about those two different. You know, like I said, I, I bring very similar setups to both shows, and it's just kind of weird how like the one I have to really hurry through and the other one I really don't have to. So it's kind of neat to think about those differences and those things that, you know, when I first started this podcast, weren't even a glint in my mind. And, and now that's, it's my, you know, every day it's my, well, not every day, but it's every week or so, you know, I play a show with Jesse, um, pretty much every week, you know, it's almost what it averages out to. So it's kind of crazy to think about that, you know, and, I went from when I first started this podcast, I think one of the first years I started this podcast, it was, yeah, it might've been the year before I started this, like three finger Betty did like 40 some shows in a year. And I, I, me and Jesse capped out over that. My list is down there on the floor. I don't want to reach and go get it. But if I had to guess, I would say I played 80 shows this year, which is also insanity considering, you know, like I said, in the beginning of this podcast, uh, I got a job this year. So I, I do have a full-time job now and I'm doing the podcast and I'm, I'm playing 80 shows a year and I'm, and I'm giving guitar lessons, albeit I don't have very many students for, for lessons, but it's kind of wild to think about all that stuff, you know, and if the podcast seems like, you know, I've been kind of struggling to get them out there on time and things like that as of late, you know, I kind of have, you know, it's, and it's unfortunate. I'm sorry. I really am, but it's, uh, it's just the way it goes, you know, I, I enjoy playing music and that's one of the reasons I started the podcast was because of my enjoyment of music. And, uh, that's definitely going to be first and foremost. So if I have like too many gigs and, uh, you know, I have to work extra, which has been the case as of late, not that people don't ever have to work extra. I'm not making excuses, but I'm just saying like the podcast is definitely slightly farther down on the totem pole than a couple of my other things that I enjoy in my life. So I have been trying my best to get the podcast episodes out in a timely fashion. I know I was late uh, recently and I did skip a week recently, but um, I was also sick. I don't know if you guys can still hear a little bit of it in my voice, but you know, that's what, that's what will happen when you're, when you're sick for a little while. So uh, I do appreciate everybody listening each and every week. I've had some really fun, really amazing guests on the podcast. Um, I mean, let me see if I can just scroll back far enough in this little doodad. I'm going to pull it up on online here and we'll see if we can look through some of the past episodes. Cause like I said, this has been, this has been a really fun year 
And uh, I would like to go slightly chronologically through some of this just to kind of try to remember what happened. Let's see here. One year ago. So what was the first episode this year? Was it Scott Kirkhart? Did I begin and end the year with Scott Kirkhart? Is that how this worked? I gotta pull this up here. Let's see. Um, oh man, I don't want to click on too much here. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like if I click on this, it's gonna start dinking with some stuff. I don't know what I don't know what the update upload date on that one was. But yeah, I think I began the year with with Scott Kirkhart maybe, which is kind of wild because I ended the year with um, Scott Kirkhart almost. So uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. Uh, I ended the year last year with Brad Hansen instead of doing the recap. So yeah, I think that's pretty much where I'm at. And I mean, there's a lot of people in here that have still playing music, still changing their way through music and doing different things. And I mean, there's a lot of people up here in my local area that I interviewed recently. And a lot of people that I I did not know that I, I talked to, a, you know, for the first time or I'd pretty much you got to, to hear us meeting each other for the first time. Like like Ty Frazier, he was another one that I, I did and Ryan Craig, um, albeit I had them on my Facebook. But, you know, it's kind of crazy to think that um, a lot of these conversations I've had with a lot of people, you guys have have actually just sat down and listened to me meeting people for the first time, which is mind blowing. I can't believe that. It's really wild, um, but I've I've met a lot of really good people, and I've actually made a lot of really good friends just from interviewing people, uh, especially people I didn't know who they were. So, uh, hats off to everybody. Like uh, Mason over at the Regional Rock Hour, I know that uh, I'm gonna, Three Finger Betty's going to be playing a show up in the Fort Dodge area, so I can't wait to say hi to him when I'm up, you know, over there. And and I mean, I'm I'm up in that area anyways most of the time, so. Uh, you know, he does like to go out to those shows though. So that's going to be a really fun time having him out there. And then you start to see some of the solo episodes start to pour in this year too, which was kind of weird. I, you know, I try my best not to do them, uh, because I want this to be like a guest driven podcast, but I also don't want to just not put an episode out. And I've had a lot of people tell me they actually really like the solo episodes. So I do know for a fact, based on statistics alone, that the solo episodes usually get less listens than most of the other episodes. And the solo episodes are usually a little shorter because, well, I don't have anyone to bounce ideas off of. So um, I guess those are just what they are, and I really appreciate everyone that gives me positive feedback on those. It's pretty wild to hear um, you know, people say like, especially people that have done podcasts are like, isn't it weird doing a podcast alone by yourself? And it's like, yeah, how do some people just sit here and do this with the stream of consciousness? And it's not easy. I mean, you can listen back to five minutes ago in this podcast and I was just like, uh, um, uh, I don't know. So it's not always as easy as it could be just to fill up an hour by yourself talking. And I do have like a tiny little bit of, you know, notes here just to kind of cover some things, but it's like four words on a piece of paper. So uh, that's not going to fill an hour. So you got to kind of plug in some stuff in the middle. But uh, I talked to Cameron Smith and Micah Smith this year. I don't, those two were back to back. I'm pretty sure they're not related. Uh, Zachary Daniels, Mike Duty, Harold Waits. Oh man, this is cool. Mackenzie Schwanke. Uh, it's a fun one. Vinny and the Night Prowlers. I don't know if I got my Vinny shirt. I do have my, ah, everybody on the Patreon gets to see my Vinny and the Night Prowlers shirt. 
Um, one of my, you know, he was, that's crazy. Mackenzie and Vinny were back to back. Cause I met both of them while I went back to college, which is kind of a crazy thing to think of. Like, I think I said it in a previous solo episode, but I, you know, I never thought I'd go back to college as, as an adult and make a lot of friends, but that's the case. So, uh, hats off to those guys for being cool. Matt Woods, always one of the best guests on the podcast. I don't care what anybody says. The guy holds no quarter. He's uh, very down to earth. He's he's honest, and it's just one of my favorite things about him. He's just such a good person. On top of being, you know, a good musician. I don't, you know, toot toot Matt Woods. Uh, I'm gonna go see him. Well, I guess the day that this comes out, this comes out Thursday. So I'm gonna go see him tonight at Shiny Top. If you're listening the day this came out, so Shiny Top Fort Dodge, get there. That's that's gonna be where it's at. So Matt Woods, uh, hats off to you, cool guy. James Tyler with Ethan Kane uh, from Late Street. James Tyler sat down with him. Ethan joined us about halfway through. That was a fun, fun episode. I've actually like shared the stage with James Tyler a few times, playing songs with Jesse Wilson, which is really wild because James uh, did like a feature on a Jesse Wilson song. So it's really cool to you know sit down and do a podcast with someone, and then later in the year you're like, oh dude, I'm I'm on stage with this guy. That's kind of cool. So uh, Giannis Alexakis, once again, a crazy fun episode with somebody I barely knew. I just kind of like randomly met, and that was a fun one. Um, once again, we see some solo episodes. Jesse Wilson, hats off to him. John Waugh, uh, man, the figurehead from Three Finger Betty. Got to love that guy. Clint Riedel, I played some shows with him this year. He's kind of in, been inviting me out here and there to play shows with him when he, you know, feels up to it. And it's kind of fun to get out, get out there and play some of his tunes. Cause I just, I don't know. We were just playing some random tunes at a jam night recently. And I was like, man, I love playing some of your songs. They're just so fun. And like, some of it is like, it's folk music, so I can't go too nuts. And you just add pretty bits, you know, around what he's doing and away you go. It's, it's so much fun to sit there and play with him. And I just enjoy his songs and his storytelling. Uh, I do recall playing a show with him this year and uh, I guess like it was actually a, a teacher of mine that I went to college and they were at the venue and I was just like, Oh, Hey, I'm playing music tonight. And they were like, I'll stick around for some of this. And we were at a Clint Riedel show and they were like, is that real? Like, are all these, is what they're saying, you know, is what Clint's saying? Yeah, it's all real. It's a hundred percent real. So it's kind of crazy to think about that, you know, that, uh, all these stories are based off true events and I would say they're like 99% real, but I don't know. I guess I also didn't write them, and I'm only doing all this third hand or whatever through what I understand. But it's it's pretty cool to think that Clint's got like probably you know a hundred songs in his songbook. Doesn't play them all, but uh, at least not all the time. He did actually like bust his songbook out and learned a bunch of old songs. Then was like showed up to a jam and just was playing all these deep cuts, and it was pretty cool to hear all these songs I'd only heard a couple times ever. You know, he's playing them again. Oh, sorry for the pause. thought I was going to sneeze or something. Uh, Mackenzie joined me on the podcast again. Owen O'Brien, the boy wonder. That's cool. Chris Anderson, uh, listened to the podcast, came to a jam night in Barnum, Iowa, um, which is a sleeper of an awesome time. I, I almost don't want to promote it because it's that cool. But uh, you should go to Barnum. Tuesday nights, there's a jam night. It's one of the funnest things ever. Um, every week's completely different and that's one of the things that makes it awesome, but there it was. So Chris Anderson did show up and, uh, 
he showed up based on like me talking about it on the podcast and he made a lot of good friends up there it was really fun to see him and, and meet him and he ended up you know booking a couple gigs up north and booked some of my buddies some gigs down you know in the metro des moines metro area so it's really kind of cool to you know this podcast believe it or not brought that on and that's how i met chris and he was he's such a good guy too so hats off to him oh good old caleb ferry oh yeah i remember caleb ferry that was a fun episode sit down talking with him some of these episodes seems like they were just yesterday and like that episode was like six months ago that's wild to think you know nick Earhart, another one uh he's been on the podcast before i've played with him on stage before so hats off to him he's one of the nice guys out there ever i've never once heard anybody say anything bad about nick Earhart. you not to say you know people are talking bad about everyone else but you know nick Earhart. he's one of the good guys out there emily johnson another fun one um i don't know why i'm always intimidated by good singers it was the same way when i interviewed carson uh steve not too long ago and i i don't know i just i think it's just because i'm not super great at singing so when i hear people that sing super well i'm just like oh my gosh i'm never singing around this person you know but i you know it's easy to be intimidated it's kind of like playing guitar when you somebody else is really good you're like i don't know if i want to play around this person they're really good they're really good so i don't know yeah that was a fun episode though uh more solo episodes yuck city i mean the solo episodes are fun you're listening to one right now so i don't know um rock and roll they start coming in really frequently uh later this year and that that stinks i i thought about just doing the podcast every other week and then that would eliminate some of the solo episodes but that's only 26 episodes a year and i don't know if i could choose only 26 people to talk to plus it's kind of fun to you know hear some of the repeat guests and hear what they're up to so but there were a lot of new guests this year like marilee johnson was another new guest she's a, a comedian and it's always fun to sit down and talk with her. That was a pretty long episode, and that was really fun. Uh, Jeremy Ober was on again. We were talking uh, the Reforge Initiatives uh, scholarship fundraiser. That was that was a fun one. That was one of the guitars that I ended up refinishing for him. And that was that one turned out really cool. The secret behind that guitar was it was hydro dipped, but the wild thing about it was all the paint that was used in it was just like leftover bits of paint that I had from like other projects I'd done, whether or not they be guitars or whatever they are. Not that I'm much of an artist, but I do like to just fart around with some of that stuff. That's kind of a weird way to say it. I do like to play my hand, I guess, with art a little bit, if I can. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was a really fun guitar. You can check that out. Once again, Audible Farm YouTube channel's got those refinishing videos, and you can check that episode out with Jeremy. That was a really fun episode, too. Um, I, I, I don't know, like... I've interviewed Jeremy a few times on the podcast. One of the first, he was one of the first people I interviewed and it was like not nothing against him. It just wasn't a good episode because I didn't know what I was doing. It was like the fifth episode I'd ever done or something like that. I didn't know how to interview people. I didn't know what I was going to do on the podcast. So that was kind of a weird one. And then like that last one I did with him, like I said, um, this year, that was a banger. I had such a fun time sitting down talking with him that episode. It was so fun. So, um, you know, the more I, get around the area and see Jeremy and play with him at jam nights and, and talk to him. And I've known him for a while, but it's still just super fun to, to get to know, you know, he's, he's a good dude and he's, you know, I guess I think it comes back to that talented people and maybe being a little bit intimidated. And it's not that I am intimidated, but it, it is kind of crazy just to, um, just to be like, go out there and watch him play and just be like, dude, this guy's on another level. 
And uh, there's those people out there, you know? And it's fun because I think in that episode, he talks about how there's people in the area that he thinks are on another level. So I guess it's all down to perspective. So, uh, you know, once again, that's one of the reasons that made the episode so good. Um, he just kind of cut loose in that one. It was really fun. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of scrolling through the episodes of this last year and there's been a lot, uh, more, more solo episodes, unfortunately, Cole Smothers, uh, plays drums with, uh, Jesse Wilson and the Rascals, as well as with other people. That was a fun one. Had a blast sitting down talking with him. Uh, Eric Lee, another young phenom along with Owen O'Brien. I couldn't imagine being half as talented as those two are at their age. Uh, it's wild. I mean, I couldn't imagine being half as talented as one of them, just period. (laughs) I mean, Eric can play guitar and sing, and I can only play guitar, so maybe I'm half as talented as him. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Owen makes more noise on less strings than I do, and that's somehow, those two guys are crazy. Met both of them at a jam night, and uh, they've been coming to jam nights uh, pretty consistently ever since. So a lot of these people are people that I met at jam nights or, you know, that's pretty much what the podcast is. It was just people I had interaction with. And when I was playing a lot of punk shows, I was interviewing a lot of people from different bands around the state or beyond just because those were people I ran into all the time. And now I'm, it's kind of like a weird mishmash of people I know from my area, people I've met at jam nights, um, or people I've seen at a show or, you know, like, like this next one was somebody I went to, um, when I graduated from a community college and I went to a, uh, four year school this was somebody i met at the four-year school so it's kind of crazy i got people i met at two different colleges on here this is sid bowie and she is an amazing singer she's got i mean if you're into pop music check it out you're gonna be blown away you're like this is made in iowa it's like yeah this is made right here in iowa super cool great music videos um that was a fun episode too to sit down and talk with her and catch up with her i just sent her a random message like you still making music she says yeah i'm like oh man you're coming on the podcast and so we met up, and that was a fun one. Uh, Mike Walsh, another great episode. That one was tons of fun. Scott Dahl comes on every year. Uh, Scott Dahl talks about The Rock and Picnic, one of my favorite shows to go to. When I was first kind of cutting my teeth with music and figuring out what was going on in my mid to late 20s, I was like, i got to figure out how to play this guitar. So when I was figuring it all out, that was kind of one of my things, was like, I want to play at The Rock and Picnic one year. And then when you know Scott figured out, I believe we were at a jam night together, and he was just like, oh, you can play. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I figured it out, <laughs> I guess, you know, so I figured out how to, how to do stuff. And he invited me to play at the rock and picnic and we did. It was fun. Uh, you know, this year I, I, I played with Jesse Wilson uh, last year. I do not believe I played with anybody, but I think Jesse and Clint both played solo sets. I think that last year was the year I'd, I'd practiced this most recent year though. I did end up playing with him on stage. That was a crazy day too. Cause um, I believe cause rock and picnic is on Sunday. I believe we had already played either one or two shows that weekend. I might've played one of three finger Betty, but yeah, like the rock and picnic night, we ended up double dipping. Uh, we played rock and picnic and then afterwards we ducked out to go play another gig, which was, you know, wild. I don't know if I've ever played two gigs in a day before, but that was, you know, a first for me. So hats off to those fun experiences like that. Uh, unfortunately we're scrolling through more solo episodes. There's, they're going to get more frequent here towards the end of the year. Clint Riedel, one of the most frequent guests, speaking of frequent, uh, one of, one of the first people I met on here randomly that I didn't know. And I had, you know, just a blast sitting down talking with. So hats off to him. Michael Husky, 
Oh my gosh, this is one of the most listened to episodes I've ever done. Michael Husky um, is the great nephew of Furlan Husky. And if uh, there's going to be a lot of the older people out there know who Furlan is. But that was a great episode. Randomly met him at um, a singer-songwriter event in Iowa City that I tagged along with Jesse too. And that's another thing. Like I got to meet so many of these cool people just from playing music with Jesse. So hats off to him. But yeah, me and Michael met up outside and did a, a podcast. That one's a fun one too. Uh, there's a little uh, kind of like a guest appearance on that one. So that was really fun. But like I said, that was one of the most listened to. I mean, that is the most listened to episode I've ever had. It has more listens than any other episode. So check that one out. That's a really good one. I had a blast with that one. I know the audio is a little quieter on that one, but it's still audible. still sounds great. So check that one out. It was tons of fun. Michael's such a great guy. I uh, recently moved, but uh, I'm, I want to have him back on again sometime. He's got such a fun story. Uh, and I don't think we even like covered the tip of the iceberg in this. Uh, the, just such a fun one. Uh, you got to check it out. Josh Stewart was on an episode. That was cool to, to meet him. Uh, that was another random Facebook meet. He, we had friends in common and he was just like, Hey, I, kind of know you and I was like yeah I kind of know you so we did a podcast together and that was really fun too to sit down and do that one uh, unfortunately another solo episode was in there the heavy radio episode I was a guest on heavy radio with um, a couple of guys from the old dark mirror days and that was you know those are some of the first bands you know dark mirror was some of the first music like as a band I saw and I, I just couldn't believe it. it's like man people are making this great of music as a hobby how is that done so uh hats off to those guys i don't think eric uh and marco know how much their music when i was like fresh out of high school really actually meant to me uh it's metal music for those that don't know clint wheelman who's been on the podcast before uh possibly under a different name uh he's been on the podcast before uh three finger betty drummer and he played with dark mirror for mm, 10 10 plus years so that's kind of how i got in with some of those guys and met them and you know that was fun to be on the podcast with those guys promoted an awesome show that i played on so um three finger betty played with raven this year uh, i think i talked about that in one of these many solo episodes that have happened towards the end of the year but yeah that was that was great great to sit down and talk with them great to play with raven raven just is insane that was a fun show too uh all the old school metal guys from the Des Moines scene and around came in. So good to see them. Um, it reminded me of the old days, like 10 years ago. I feel like it's not like nobody goes to shows anymore, but you know, all the people I went to shows with were kind of close ish to my age. And now they're still close ish to my age. And a lot of the people I went to all these shows with or saw at shows, you know, could have moved, could have a different job, could have got a family, could, could be doing something, you know? So there's, it's kind of crazy to think about that you know how the scene has changed so much but there's like i mean there was like five people in the room that i haven't seen in in years and we picked it up like like nothing happened like it like it was yesterday we saw each other so it's really cool to have that happen uh don fisher um aka dj fisher but don fisher was another cool episode he came over he came over to my place uh and did a podcast over at my house which is it's mind-blowing that people will you know are willing to do that you know drive and and sit and talk and just have a podcast episode and hang out so hats off to him that was a really good episode as well to kind of get his story on on where he's been and what he's doing 
He's doing all sorts of crazy stuff. He ended up coming to a couple jam nights too. He's played with a lot of people that have been on this podcast before. So hats off to him. Uh, that was a fun one. Um, I don't even know if I want to mention any more of these solo episodes. There's too many of them. Just too many. Just too many. Uh, Lee Klett. That was, oh man, Lee Klett was somebody I met by complete happenstance. We were double booked at a venue. The venue made it right by everybody involved. And we sort of... Uh, like featured Lee Klett with Jesse Wilson band. So like Lee would come up and do backing vocals or we'd take a break and instead of playing some music on a jukebox, Lee went up there and sang and it was just like, holy crap, Lee's Lee's good. Lee's good. You know, so I, was, I had to hit him up and be like, dude, you're coming on the podcast. And and he did. A great guy. Plays a lot of shows. And uh, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. So hats off to him. That was a fun one. Uh, another really, really great episode. Speaking of great episodes, Jeff Fossbender. I that's another one. I've never really sat down and talked with Jeff before this episode. And uh I'd known him for a while. And he met me for the first time because he recognized my voice from the podcast, which absolutely blows my mind. It's not like my voice is like all modulated and and filtered on here. I mean it is a little, but it's not like I don't know. That's just kind of crazy that somebody recognized my voice. So uh, we sat down and talked. Jeff's one of the nicest guys ever. It's super fun. For people that watch the Patreon, sometimes you can see, <laughs> sometimes you can see my dad walk through the room. It's really really fun because he just like comes in. He's like, "You recording?" I'm like, "Yeah," and he and he just walks through anyways. So uh, he's such a fun guy. But like, yeah, even my dad liked Jeff, and it's not that my dad doesn't like people, but he was just like, "That guy was nice," and it's like, "Yeah, Jeff's a nice guy. Uh, he's super fun guy. Like wicked talented." Uh, one of the f funnest things about that was kind of doing this episode, just being like, I don't know if I've ever heard Jeff sing. And then I, then I heard him sing recently and I was like, holy cow, like Jeff is good. So another one of those people that's like super good at singing, which I think is an, I, it's not that there's people out there that aren't good at singing, but holy cow, there's some people out there that are really, really good at it. And it blows my mind. And some of that, once again, is just the fact that I I'm just not the best at it. So I uh, just got to keep going out there and doing it and practicing just like I did with anything else that I got good at, you know, just like anything, it takes time. It takes, you know, you gotta have confidence and work at it. You gotta be around people that can help you get better at it. And that's just what I got to work on. So, uh, you know, that was fun to sit down and talk with Jeff, super fun episode, super fun guy. Uh, you guys got to check that one out. That was another one that got a lot of listens this year. So, um, Clint Riedel came back on the podcast and if you think Clint comes on too much, Clint's episodes like consistently have some of the most listens. So I, everybody just loves Clint. I love Clint. Uh, so one of my friends, we I went disc golfing this summer, and Clint was there. And it was funny because when we got done, Clint went went back home, and then my buddy was just like, "Man, Clint's so nice. If you don't like Clint, I probably just don't like you." And it's like, yeah, that's that's probably right. You know, Clint recently was on. Um, Big Don's local music roundup. There we go. Nailed it. Uh, Clint was recently on the, an episode of that super fun episode. He had nice things to say about me and a lot of other people around, um, our music community, which is, uh, super cool. So, so hats off to him. And, you know, I really do appreciate, um, you know, him doing that. So, uh, let me see. I got to write down a time code. If that sounded edited in, it's probably cause it was. I just really didn't want to get it wrong. So, um, you know, hats off to Clint for just being such a good guy and 
and checking that stuff out. You know, like, I don't know anybody else that drives halfway across the state and just and spends 10 minutes talking about how cool other people around him are. So, uh, you know, hats off to him. It's really, really cool to be able to do that. Uh, Jason Boggs, this, uh, which is funny. I know two Jason Boggs. So, uh, Jason Boggs, this Jason Boggs is the one, uh, that's the gear nut that plays in Red Dirt Renegade. So that, I mean, the other one owns a bar in Des Moines and books bands and also plays in a band. So maybe in 2022, I'll have to have the other Jason Boggs on just to confuse everybody. Uh, but that was a really fun one. I wonder how many people that I knew clicked on that one thinking it was the other Jason Boggs and then it ended up being the other Jason, you know, which is kind of how I opened the episode up was like, if it's not that one, but yes, it's that one. Cause there's so many people that know both of them. Um, the Jason Boggs I interviewed plays a zillion shows a year, you know, and plays at Woolies, which is was like wild to me. How's how do you feel to play at Woolies? Oh, I've done it before. What? Like <laughs> that okay that's wild i've never played at woolies so uh that would be another cool like venue or place to check off you know and, and jason's done it you know we talked a little bit about gear in that episode and and getting to where he's at you know in his day-to-day um another topic in that episode that was bridged that that needed to be bridged was gear loss or gear uh breakdown or or having your gear stolen at a show or, or et cetera. So we talked about that topic a little bit and how you can protect yourself against it. So that was a fun one. Scott Kirkhart came on again. Like I said, I almost bookended the year with Scott Kirkhart, which is, which is kind of wild. Uh, he started broken strings and he also started, um, which is what we kind of started out the year talking about was broken strings and, or maybe it was somewhere around episode 100. Cause he was the first, he was a lot of first on this one. He was, uh, the first person I ever did a Patreon episode with. So uh, hats off to Scott. Like I said, he started Broken Strings last year. That took off this year. I helped him out with a handful of things and and did some setups on guitars. And, and kind of, you know, he spins ideas past me uh, for, for certain things, which I'm sure he does for a lot of his peers. But it is kind of nice to know that, like, my opinion is valued in, to an extent by somebody, you know, uh, who's a musician in the professional world that's kind of bridging the two together. So hats off to Scott for doing all that crazy work. He's got a new band coming out. New band is going to be absolutely nuts. Guaranteed. I haven't heard them yet. Nobody has. And uh, I just know they're going to be killers. So that's going to be sweet. You guys, check that out. And then uh, the most recent episode was the one with Jesse. So uh, like I said, this year I've played a lot of shows with Jesse. And um, I'm very grateful for it. And... I would have not gotten a lot of the opportunities I would have if it wouldn't have been for Jesse. I mean, Jesse essentially, I don't want to say gave me a job when I didn't have one, but, you know, gave me the ability to play along with him and he gave me some money for playing with him. So it's kind of crazy to think that there was a point in time there this year where um, I kind of relied on it, but uh, hats off to him. I don't think he knows how much he means to me and and, uh not to get all mushy about it, but yeah, I really appreciate uh, everything you do, Jesse. You're killing it out there. It's also fun to watch him grow as a you know a musician and a person while he's out there playing. So um, some of the first shows we saw, I you know played with him. We were kind of learning together as we were going. I was trying to figure out who he was as a musician. He was trying to figure out who I was. Uh, his set list has changed a lot over the course of the year, but even then, it's a lot of the you know staples have stayed in there, which is you know once again one of my favorite things about 
Jesse is pretty much, you could come up and like name like an 80s country song. He's like, yeah, I heard that one. Or you can name like a 60s like bebop song. He's like, yeah, I heard that one, you know. Or it's like, here's a new country song. Yeah, I know it. Here's 80s hair band ballad. Like, yeah, I know it. You know, he's heard all these songs. So when he goes to like attempt to play them for the first time, he usually can pull them off pretty well, which, you know, like I said, I think I talked about that just last week in that episode. So uh, hats off to him. It's been such a wild year this year. And I don't know, ring in in the comments section somewhere. What was the best part about your year? What 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 about 2021 made it a good year for you? I've heard, like I said, I've, everyone on Facebook and, and Instagram and Twitter and all the social medias, we all know it's just a, a place for everyone to, to get together and talk about things they have in common, but it's also a nice place for people to go and complain about stuff. So like I said, I started this episode out talking about how there's a lot of people saying 2021 was the worst year ever, and I can't wait to get to 2022. And I all I have to say is it, I didn't mind it. It wasn't wasn't like it was everything I dreamed it could be, but holy cow, there, I did a, I just talked for a half an hour about you know things I did this year, and it's uh, it's pretty wild. So you know, count your blessings. You never know when it's going to turn back, you know, to a place where it was like in 2020 when nobody could play shows, nobody could go out anywhere and do anything. Nobody, nobody could go to work anymore, you know, and that's kind of how I lost my job. It's just, I traveled around and played so many shows during the start of COVID before they officially shut things down that my job was just like, Hey, um, there's a lot of elderly people here and stuff. So I think we're just gonna have you stay home for a while until figure out what's going on and then that was pretty much just the end of it and it, it it was rough it was tough it's not like I, I barely scraped by I've got a very good support group around me so thank you everybody for for that but man it was uh it was pretty wild to to go through that and I found things to occupy my time with like I said um last year the year ended and I was like refinishing guitars and rebuilding guitars I had all these projects I had half done that I finally finished which it's kind of nice, you know, it's kind of nice getting things finished. I'm, I'm kind of geared to be one of those people that likes to do things, but when you finish it, it's kind of bittersweet because it's done, you know. Uh, I feel that way when I, like, read books and things like that, uh, or watch TV shows, or, or, like I said, start art projects and finish them. So it's, it is kind of wild. Uh, I, I, oh, man, it's been such a good year. It's been such a fun year. I've got to meet a lot of great people. I mentioned a lot of them, like, just recently. Uh, there's... I wonder how many people I, I met for the first time, either, either be over the internet or or pretty much through the podcast um, last year. One, two, three, um, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, almost half my episodes last year. So I think about 21 of the people I had, I had pretty much never sat down and talked to ever. And 
not only did I get to sit down and talk to him, but you got to sit down and uh, listen to what we had to say, which it's not like you're listening to us. It's almost like you're in on the conversation. I hear a lot of people say that. That's you know why I like to talk radio. That's why I like podcasts, and that's why I like things like this. I feel like I'm kind of in on the conversation doing a lot of this stuff. So hats off to all those people that you know took a chance on just some random guy with a random podcast talking to musicians and, and people in the entertainment industry uh, in some fashion or another. A lot of us are just hobbyists. But, uh, we, you know, I love playing music and I'm sure, you know, the comedians I interview love being comedians. The pro wrestlers that I have interviewed, you know, love being pro wrestlers. So hats off to that. And I'll tell you what, go out, see some shows. I'm so glad that they're available to play. You know, one year ago, it was not necessarily the case. Um, it wasn't as easy to book a show. So thank you guys for listening. I think... I'm going to end this episode now, but I'll see you on the other side of the outro. Oh, baby, there's your year-end recap. We kept calling it a roundup. I don't know. Two years ago, I called it a recap. I'll probably just title it as recap. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. It was a fun one. Sat down and talked about a lot of stuff that happened to me this last year. Most of it good. Fun, fun time. Oh, man, I hope 2021 was good to everyone else. If you guys want to check out the Audible Farm stuff, go to audiblefarm.com. And uh, there's pretty much links to anything you want there, including other shows that are kind of like Audible Farm and uh, different, you know, connections I've made, social media, the YouTube channel. You can uh, go to the bottom and fill it out and contact me if you want to and maybe be on a podcast episode. Uh, I had a few people that contacted me this year. And I didn't get back to them in a timely fashion. And then when I finally got back to them, um, they didn't reply. So, I mean, that happens. I apologize. Um, it's not easy to always talk about, like, how busy I am. But, I don't know. It's This is pretty much like my fourth hobby. So, uh, I apologize if I was not timely in getting back to some people this year. I will try and reach out again in 2022 to some of those people to see if they want to hop back on an episode or something. Um, I do know a lot of people uh, said they wanted to do an episode and then it just didn't work out. So if there's anybody listening to this recap and, and you're like, oh, you forgot about me. Well, hit me up. We'll try and do it. Let's get it done. Uh, my schedule's wild. It is absolutely wild. Um, I'm going to give you some weird times that work for me and uh, hopefully we can find time to meet up, uh, whether it be in person, remotely, in my studio or over the internet, I've done all sorts of inter, you know episodes. Before I did video episodes, which uh, the videos are available on the Patreon channel, cost one dollar a month. You can go there; it's a dollar a month. You get all the episodes uh, as they come out, and I'm still gonna try and do those. I still have aspirations of doing an like a side project on the Patreon channel. I just wish I had more time to do it. Um, hopefully this next year maybe I'll, I'll find some time to do things like that so uh, check out the Patreon channel otherwise the Audible Farm shops got all your merch uh, I've been working a lot of overtime lately so I've had a couple orders come in and I've reached out to contact those people to let them know I will ship their merch out as soon as I can I just I go to work before the post office opens and I'm, when I'm done they're closed so uh, it's unfortunate I had, I'm just going to have to print everything off at home and see if I can have somebody else drop it off for me or something maybe run out on my lunch break and do it or something um but yeah i also i don't know everything's just super busy for me lately so i thank everybody for being patient with me while the episodes have come out maybe possibly late or uh 
you know, people that have met with me on a short notice to do an episode to get one out there. So thank you guys very much for listening. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast, supporting your local musicians. Um, you know, it's not all about the podcast. It's about music. It's about going out there and realizing that these people that entertain us are actually real people, you know. So hats off to everybody I interviewed this year and hats off to everybody that listened. Uh, go to audiblefarm.com, check it out. Uh, if you want to do, a, give me a late Christmas present. This is how easy it is. Go to youtube.com, hit the subscribe button. I don't know. I think we're 250 or something like that. Somewhere around 250 subscribers there, which is a lot, you know, for just being a, a locally based Iowa music podcast for the most part. So, uh, thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. There's other stuff on the YouTube channel. Those guitar refinish videos I talked about in the episode, as well as some live videos from you know bands around the state and people I've seen and recorded. So check those out. I don't do as many of those as I used to, uh, but check them out. Tons of fun. So yeah, all right. I'm out of here for this week. Uh, I'm out of here for the year. I'll be back next year. <laughs> all right. We'll check you guys later. Peace.